Welcome to Ask Cadence, everybody. I am Pete Wright. I'm sitting around the uh, roundtable here with Rob Bremer, Global Courseware Manager for Cadence Management Corporation. Rob, hello. Good to see you, Pete. Good to see you, too. Thanks for sitting down again this week. And uh, continuing uh, our, uh, our series on uh, the value of training in a volatile market, we have Sean Harry, Dr. Sean Harry from Oregon Career Management Solutions. Sean, hello. Hello, Pete. Nice to be back. Thank you, sir, for joining us. We uh, This week, we, we're focusing really on this word volatile. You know, we started talking about, uh, you know, the value of training in a volatile market. And you, you say the word volatile, you immediately come back to this this issue of economy. What is the, the volatility in the economy? That That's not quite what we're talking about this week. What does, what does uh, training through project volatility mean? Uh, to us here. And we, we've sort of summed this up in, in three different components. Uh, training, how do you weather training through distance, through tre- teams at a distance, through time, projects with an extremely long uh, project cycle, and through general project entropy? And uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, we're laughing a little bit because Rob has got the assignment of defining what general project <laughs> entropy means. <laughs> Uh, because we think he's the only one who can define that. So, uh, Rob, uh, a la quiz show, would you like to take number three first? Absolutely, Pete. Thanks for asking. <laughs> so um, I, I think what we mean here, all joking aside, what, what we're talking about is that things can decay over time and things have a tendency to get more random over time. And and the way that this can manifest in a project is, is that if you think about a project, think about a bicycle wheel. There's a hub and there's spokes. And think about the outer rim as being the completion of the project. And at the beginning, Everybody sits around in the center of the hub, and there's a lot of understanding, and there's a lot of camaraderie and shared vision and mission statement, and people have a sense of scope and time and what their individual roles are. However, as they start going out on the spokes towards the rim, towards the end of the project, some things start changing, and it's kind of interesting. There might be a creative group. They're going off on one spoke, and as they go out further from the hub, they develop their own way of thinking and looking at the project. And there may be attrition. People may come and go from the team, so it starts to evolve. Simultaneously, on the other side, going further away from that hub, there might be a technical team or somebody working in manufacturing. At the end, the software and the hardware are all going to come together, but the technical team is now working on their own specialized language. And they may even have a remote component where perhaps there's a team in another country, and people on that team may be coming and going. So if the project manager is aware of these issues and that they can occur, then they can plan for a way to either have a refresher training uh, that keeps everybody on a shared uh, uh, goal path during the course of the project, uh, or uh, other ways to just ascertain, maybe through assessments, that people are on track uh, with where they want them to be. I think that's critical from a, a personal standpoint as well. When you have, when you're on a project for a long time and you begin to move towards the outer edge on, on those spokes, it's important for you as a, an individual to, to take note of what's happening on the other side of the wheel, so to speak, so that you can continue to do your job well. And, and people who are involved in that from a personal level may need to go back to their their manager and say, hey, look, we need, we need to go back to some sort of training, have some kind of communication across this gulf that is going on because we're talking about one thing and they're talking about another thing and we need to get back to the, 
to the middle somehow. So in that example, the uh, manager, uh, the project manager in the middle can become a facilitator. Uh, facilitating training and communication across this growing difference as these uh, teams move further apart. The project manager may be the only individual or the project management team may be the only group that can do that actually because they contact every different part of that wheel. So what we're talking about here is this issue of, of you know project teams that change dramatically over time and what I hear you saying here is that if project managers are taking a far more proactive and facilitative role uh, or, or if they are, are making themselves aware that these issues can happen, they're enabled to take a far more proactive and facilitative role, They'll, would, would you say they're more prepared for rapid, sudden change? What, you know, what is it that, that we're, they're gearing up for? Well, I, when you say rapid, sudden change, uh, just in today's market, I think of the word volatility and what it means, and, and I link the two together because... A volatility, I think, from a project management standpoint, could be the awareness that things could start changing abruptly more frequently. And if the project manager thinks about that, then volatility can be a trigger. And the trigger can be if this occurs, if we notice this increased volatility, this increased changing, or the possibility of increased rapidity of change, then that might be the time to trigger some additional training or a new type of training, or a new wave or round of training. And, and to think of new ways to enable training for teams quickly, efficiently, and effectively to deliver results now when they're needed. Yes. Uh, this is a, I think this is such an interesting discussion, and really it harkens back to what we started talking about last week, which is project managers are, in fact, so much more than just, uh, just the leaders of a specific project or a specific uh, you know, product development cycle. They are, in many respects, uh, the canaries in the cave. Uh, they are the bellwethers for all sorts of social anthropological issues that come up <laughs> on projects and must be aware of far more than maybe uh, they ever have in the past, particularly in a period when the market is tight. Yes, Pete. I think in, in uh, the way you just described it, the project manager needs to run their mind out to that, to the er earlier analogy, they need to run their mind out to that outer rim of the wheel, the finished project, and envision what it is like if the project has successfully completed. And if they do so, they may notice areas where they can't quite see how it's been successfully completed as they put their mind into the future. And they need to follow that thread back and look at where it crosses. Does it cross technical or manufacturing or, or uh, marketing component and, and address the training need or the issue that must be covered at that particular point? in order for the project to be successful? Well, my thought is that the personal responsibility that goes from the other side as well. So when a project manager comes to me as a marketing person or as an, a technical person, then I need to take responsibility to, to very clearly indicate what my needs are for training or for um, being brought back into the inner circle. So there's a personal responsibility level as well. Absolutely. Great. Great discussion, gents. Uh, thank you so much for sitting down with us again. Uh, and until next week, uh, we have been Ask Cadence. Learn the skills you'll need to develop your personal skill audit and enroll in a Cadence Project Management Seminar near you. Learn more at cadencemc.com. To learn more about our guest, Dr. Sean Harry, visit him online at Career Management Solutions www.orcms.com 
Dr. Harry is a regular blogger and host of the Perfect Career Podcast, available in the iTunes Store.